Hello and welcome to Conflict Junto, episode 107. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm a geek culture philosopher, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam jo- <laughs> Adam Lumberjack Tetters. Oh, wow. Jumberlack Tetters. Adam Jumberlack Tetters. It's your boy. Yeah. Jumberlack. And we, we ain't here. Yeah, yeah. He's like a dyslexic lumberjack is his yeah. thing. That's his whole vibe. That's the, that's, that's what Why would you call me lumberjack today? Because you got on this this plaid Tell situation. the people. Tell the people at home. Because you got on a plaid shirt and a fresh crew cut. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got a haircut. You got, you just, I got a haircut and I'm wearing flannel. You look like you're ready to go for, for the first time. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Do you I have a hatchet? Along with you as well I don't have a hatchet uh, Actually I'm not prepared in any way mm-hmm. I got the clothing part I got the boots What's I got the, the flannel I got a fresh haircut I have absolutely no upper body strength <laughs> I have no hatchet Don't know what to do with the tree Couldn't survive in the woods alone But you're ready But I'm still ready Feel ready Yeah You know what I do have What is that? A new toy Yeah So Comic Book Junto has uh, <laughs> Oh Comic Book Junto has uh, upgraded and we are now recording on a new toy. Yes. Uh, we have the Roadcaster Pro. This is the this is the kind of stuff. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that people I mean, who, who who provide a professional podcast would not bother telling you. They don't they wouldn't tell you about the technology. This is a professional podcast. This is just as professional as it gets. That's right. Uh, but I'm telling you because I'm very excited about it. We've long talked about having <laughs> about ruining our show by introducing sound pads. Yes, and we now have sound pads. So at what a minute, some two minutes into this show right, right now, episode 107, I'm declaring this mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. to all of the millions and millions and millions of listeners. This episode will be unlistenable. <laughs> it might, oh, come on. It might be, it might be, but it's gonna be okay. That's right. It's exciting though because we want to do this for a long time. Yes, a long, long time. That's right. So since we've spoken last, mm. a lot of things have happened yeah. in the world of geekdom. Well, our last episode was Endgame. Yes, we did an Endgame one shot. I know uh, anyone who has seen Endgame and listened to the one shot have given us positive feedback. We all feel pretty good about that. That's but, great. But we've still what haven't. What are people saying? I've, I've, a lot of people have said after getting out of Endgame, mm-hmm. you know, it feels like the ending of a relationship, mm-hmm. an important relationship has mm-hmm. come to a close, and it, it feels good to have other people talk with you about that. Right. Similar to Steve Rogers in a support group, okay, helping people deal with their loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the podcast for me, us getting in here and recording, yeah, I felt the same way. It felt like. It was nice. Like we had some come down time. We, right. we we had the opportunity to hash some things out, share our experiences, say goodbye in a proper sense. Mm-hmm. Don't so you think? This, yes. So listen, what's really cool about this? The Russo brothers have declared <laughs> that there was a spoiler wall that was up, and now since this past Monday, spoiler walls down. They blew it up. It's over. It's finished. Bye. It's bye, no bye. longer oh, here. Come on. It's, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. So. Bottom line is, we can talk about spoilers according to what the Russo brothers have said. However, however, I'm still going to just say spoilers in general for Avengers Endgame. Because I know some people, whether it be circumstantial or financial, whatever the case may be, yeah. they have not had a chance to see it. So, want to respect 
that situation. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. What's that? About Marvel and the Russo brothers going on the Good Morning America Mm -hmm. and declaring the official end of the spoiler ban. How did you feel about that? Well, I I mean, I want to know you as as a a congregant Mm. of the Blackout congregation, how how do you feel about that? I felt like I was... Does that work in your house? It was interesting because it's like, I've never seen that before. No. I've never seen someone... It's like, do they have the authority to do that? You know what I'm saying? And it's more so like they, they took, did. They took it. They yeah. said, it's our movie mm-hmm. where they initiated and said, please don't spoil the end game. Keep it on the low. Don't let anybody know what's going on. But then they said... All right, we've given you guys about two weeks. Two weeks. AKA, we've made over a billion dollars. Yeah. Now go ahead, you know, spoiler wall is up. And I was like, man, you know, that's that's interesting. And I still think that's good. So give them a point for that. They get a point for that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I don't want to necessarily just walk around functioning like I'm not a reasonable person to other people. The spoiler ban being lifted by Marvel is not in my mind, a substitute for general common courtesy Correct. of people who may not have seen the movie. You know, let's say you're deployed. You are mm-hmm. in another country. You don't have the ability. You're going through some things right now, right? If you don't have the ability to see the movie, right? it's not like you have carte blanche to mm-hmm. just be an asshole. Disrespect everybody. Now. No. That's disrespectful. Yeah, that's and I, 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 I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't abide by that. But, what I want to say, I think Marvel doing this, making this statement that the spoiler ban exists, and then saying the spoiler ban lasts two weeks, mm-hmm. and now it's down, I think that is genius. Yeah. Genius level marketing. Yeah. Because here they are saying, look, you got two weeks, you better see it, you don't want to be the only one who shows up to work. Mm-hmm. We're and, try- and we're doing this for you, we're trying to look out, Yeah, we're trying to hold you guys down. Brilliant. I think it's actually potentially a game changer. Because we have no standardization for True. when is it okay to talk about these things. True. Are we are we allowed to talk about what happened at the end of Logan, which came out years ago? Yeah, you but you know what I mean. I also think about the fact that this might cause a problem because it's like, well, it's been two weeks. Everybody, oh, come on. everybody, everybody knows. You know, the Russo brothers said, and it's like, you know how the internet is. You know how human beings are. It's like, yeah, everyone's gonna run through and just be like, I can spoil the movie now. Yeah, but. I don't think, be a jerk, you know. Yeah. Like, like seriously, don't be a jerk. I was at a party recently, and uh, a lot of friends of mine have seen the movie. We want to talk about it, but the first thing I did is I I saw one person who I wasn't actively speaking with. His name was Adam, and I said, "Adam, have you had the chance Wait to see minute. the movie? So was was this a time loop? Yeah, it was a time loop. It was a weird thing. I had to put the time stone back where it belonged, but Loki took it. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, I met myself. I fought myself, mm-hmm. and then I, I acknowledged America's ass. Mm. And then I said, Adam, have you seen the movie? And he said, no. And I was like, all right, change the subject. We'll just do good a different thing. Thank That's you. Good. And uh, I I just think, yeah, I, I, I appreciate what Marvel did. I appreciate that they're saying, look, don't be so up in arms about it. Y'all don't need to censor yourself around people or you know, blot out whatever text in a blog. They want people to have a conversation about this movie. They obviously. Did say that. Obviously. But I, I still don't want to ruin it for people that I care about. So, mm-hmm. but it's a great marketing move. Now you're a couple weeks out, mm-hmm. <clears throat> a little more than two weeks out. You've seen the movie how many times? Uh, I've seen it once. Oh, you've only seen it once? One. 
what do you feel now that you had some time? Again, spoilers for Endgame. You've had some time to process. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling now? I still am feeling as good about it as I did when I first saw it. And I've had more time to ruminate on the things that I think I did not like as much, that become more critical of it, to hear other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. Regardless, I feel as good about it as I did the first time. I'm like I'm still riding that high. Yeah. You? Yeah. yeah. I, it's great. It's the best thing that's ever ended. It's so I've good. never seen anything end as oh, well. Oh, it's the best thing that's ever ended. I've never seen a thing culminate so well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've never seen a movie or a series, at least me. So I'm sure someone else can come in and go, what about? It's like, okay, cool, that's good for you. But for me, mm -hmm. like it was a very, very good ending. Yeah. 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 Among my my favorite endings to a movie or TV show that I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's up there with the, like the big ones. Sopranos, mm -hmm. The Leftovers, Lost, yeah. one of the worst endings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't even seen that. And I know they took an L for that one. Yeah. Actually, I've got a, uh, an audio clip of me watching the end of Lost. Oh, come on! Really? That was me. That's it? Yeah. Did I, you actually I put was, it in the soundboard? Yeah, I was just yelling. Ah, oh, come on. Why that's, do you sound like Harrison Ford, though, quite younger? Oh, that's on. how I feel about Game of Thrones right now. Are I, you keeping up with Game of Thrones? I'm, I'm not keeping spoiler up with Game wall, of Thrones. I'm keeping the spoiler wall up. Listen, but here's what I'm saying. All I know is somehow, some way, mm -hmm. they're gentrifying Game of Thrones <laughs> because there's, they, there's a Starbucks out there. Even. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I don't know how yeah. that's happened, but somehow, some way, they've made it out there. Yeah. You yeah, know? that's true. Uh, they accidentally left a Starbucks cup in there in, which the is in the most recent episode. Hilarious. Which is very funny, and it's definitely something to laugh about, given that a lot of people have complaints about this season. So it's just one more thing. But, you know, of all of these episodes they've filmed, I applaud them that they have done eight seasons and this is the first time that anyone has noticed that mm -hmm. i mean it's a lot of work that goes into this show that apparently a lot of coffee i'm sure a lot of coffee yeah. consumed on the set of that show apparently hbo has gone back in and digitally removed smart the coffee of cup smart of them why like who cares now it's done it's been done i mean this is okay so i am on season three of game of thrones you might have listen to this podcast you know i've been on season three of game of thrones for a while for years <laughs> but um <laughs> I'm, I'm actively watching game of thrones i'm on episode five of season three yeah um and <clears throat> it's like okay you know i'll continue to push through in light of in game really ending and kind of getting a collective hurrah about the ending what has the com the the Game of Thrones community felt about how Game of Thrones is ending because I'm not a part of that. Yeah. I'm far back. I can only speak for myself, um, and and what I experience, what I hear from other people, and what I feel for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, the this most recent season has not been excellent. It's been really no, no. It has been far from excellent. Uh, my understanding is George R. R. Martin, the the original author, the creator of the series, the, the guy who wrote the books, mm -hmm. is not so involved in this, and he hasn't written the books that the show is depicting. Those books don't even exist. That story may not exist yet. Wait a minute. So they're... They're just going off book now. They're making up their own story? Mm-hmm. 
and they got to end it themselves without source material to base it on. Oh. So it's already radically different from the original episodes, and they are not sticking the landing, dude. They've got two more episodes, so anything can happen in those two episodes, but the, the, the writing has gotten lazy, a lot of really big events and moments that have been built up since episode one, season mm. one, have really fallen apart. There's still some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Some visuals are, are pretty interesting, mm -hmm. but there are also a lot of reasons why it is. It's showing that the quality that was there, that the creativity that was there, it's all dried up. It's gone. Mm -hmm. It is not present in this. So for me, I am not enjoying this season. It sucks. Now, I, I'm saying like straight up. Sucks? It sucks. And I'm watching it now in the same way that you would want to finish Adam, a book. sucks? Yeah, it sucks. That's aggressive. Yeah. Do you, oh, come on! Do you mean it? Like, are you exaggerating or are you... No, no. I mean it like uh, there There are a lot of elements that I think should be really good. But you watched the first episode. Yeah. Season one, episode one starts with the White Walkers. They're talking mm -hmm. about winter's coming, mm -hmm. the, the Night King uh, on the north of the wall. Eventually, they're going to come down here. It's an existential threat to all of the universe, all of Game of Thrones humanity. Well, they dealt with that in one episode. Oh, come on! It's just not, it's not satisfying. It's done. It's over. Hmm. That thing that they've been building up since, when did this show start? 2011? I don't know. It started a couple years ago for me. It, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, I mean? it is, it's really not coming together. It's really not coming together. And that the things that I'm excited for and that character reunions and some of the resolutions that I'm, I'm hoping to see are not congealing even when I see them, the effect is like someone asking you what you want for your birthday, driving you to the store, buying the thing for you, mm -hmm. and handing the item to you unwrapped with the receipt. Here you go. Is this what you wanted? And it's like, yeah, not, not like that. Not like that, though. The presentation is lacking. So two, two episodes left, and then we can revisit this. But right now, I'm saying it. This show sucks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. And it's it's really not coming together and it bums me out. But we'll see. Mm. Two more. Two more. Yeah. And it, you know, the other thing too is you brought this up because of Endgame. <clears throat> Endgame was outstanding. Mm -hmm. So I now have that as a standard for how you can end a show. Yeah, I mean, I think everything's kind of lined up to Endgame yeah. moving forward. Even, Whether or not that's fair. Even Marvel in, in and of itself. Segway. This Spider-Man trailer, which you know, mm -hmm. good and well, yeah, I ain't watching. Spider-Man 5 from home. Though shout out to Ken, because Ken going to continue to put these trailers in the group chat. <laughs> and then be like, don't watch that trailer. It's lots of spoilers. Ken, as far as the Blackout congregation goes, Ken is Steve Rogers jumping on a live grenade. He's like, I got it. Oh, don't watch that. It'll, it'll spoil everything. And he'll be like, man, I wish I didn't watch that trailer. We appreciate your heroism, Ken. We understand that you have to take an L. Oops. <laughs> What's that supposed to be? Oh, one? no, Ken. There you go. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You killed Ken? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Uh, he watched the trailer. I watched the trailer. You are not watching the trailer. No way. I, I just pitched this to you moments ago. Can we get you to watch the trailer live on this show right now? Internet, basically what's going on right now is we have a way to be able to play audio <laughs> through, so you I can watch something and hear it, and yeah. you guys can hear it, and you can hear me react to it. 
Adam is trying to get me to break ranks and watch a trailer that he himself told me in the group chat, whoa, huge spoilers and hugely, you know, shifting for the MCU moving forward. That's right. And you want me to watch this trailer. But the thing is, there's a caveat with that. Because the, the thing that I want to discuss and the thing that they drop in the episode, one has, uh, in the trailer, one has roots in Endgame. It's, it's pretty much discussed in Endgame. Mm -hmm. And two, it's dubious whether or not the thing is true or real. <clears throat> okay, so here's what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. You've known me for years. Yeah. We've done this podcast for at least 20 of those years. Mm-hmm. Do I want to watch this trailer? I say yes. And the reason why, knowing you, the, the trailer for this movie right now in your mind mm -hmm. is just an, it's another Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. It's the next Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. There is just about one way to make this more interesting, and it's to make the entire MCU matter more because of this movie. You don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. I think you should know that. Why? Because there's a component about the way that we'll have conversations about Disney Plus mm -hmm. and everything that comes in the next phase of the MCU. Haven't I figured this out already? I'm not sure. What do you think? Are we I putting think... the we're put erecting a small spoiler wall right now. Okay. It's up. I think three, okay. two, one. Spoilers. Your fault. Yeah. So here's here's what I think. This is this is just me, right? <laughs> oh, Ken. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, here's here's what I think. Yeah. Spoilers again for Avengers Endgame. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's your fault. Avengers Endgame. You know we have a world that has to get put back together mm -hmm. after they've been five years. Five years is and has people passed. have been gone. Yeah, and then five years, half the people are still there. When you put those people back together. You're going to have to deal with the fallout of that. Yeah. You have to deal with, you know, mm -hmm. freaking Hawkeye went out and became a serial killer. Yeah. Because he lost his family. Oh, they're back. Yeah. <laughs> I have to deal with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I think about Disney Plus moving forward and I think about the whole time situation and blah, 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 and time and time loops and Captain America, da, 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 da. It's like. Oh, remember when I was saying they just opened up a bunch of doors for future stories? Mm -hmm. They just opened up a bunch of possibilities? Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, Chris, what's his name? Chris Evans never comes back. Mm -hmm. But if you don't think that you can create an animated series of the the adventures of Captain America when he goes back to return the Infinity Stones? Sure. Boom. Yeah. Obvious. Yeah. You know, the Loki story. Now Loki, like, so all of these things are creating these alternate timelines. They're creating these alternate pathways, these open doors and these cracked windows that this we is can touches, go through. This touches on uh, what the Ancient One talks about mm -hmm. in, in Endgame. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, that conversation has begun. Mm -hmm. We have yet to see how that unfolds and what, what an illustration of alternate timelines And I can like. only assume that in some way, shape, or form, this trailer is going and this is again kevin feige i'll explain more about mm. what's going on in phase four after you see spider-man yeah you know i'm not going to talk to you about anything yet leads me to believe well there's more a little uh, you've just hit you at in game oof that's hard gut punch you're on your knees 
We're going to pick you up off your knees in that and kind of, you know, wipe the, you know, the tears out your eyes and go, now let's look, now let's look forward at what we're going to do. Look at sure. the new world we're in now. Sure, sure. And Spider-Man is a lighter version of that. There's still some fallout, but it's not as dark. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Yeah, I, so we, w- what we know is Mysterio is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And Mysterio has some information about his existence in the movie. I'm going to watch the trailer because now you just you should me watch it. You should watch it. All right, internet. And the so thing is, is if, if you watch it, we'll be able to record it now on this episode, and you can tell mm-hmm. me whether or not any of this is meaningful, or if it's what you think it is. Okay. So if you pull it up, <clears throat> okay, I got it pulled up. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Chill, chill, Tom. Yeah, Tom. So Hold that's on, a, that's Tom, a significant chill. part too. Tom Holland appears before the trailer and gives a spoiler warning. When was the last time you watched a movie trailer? Adam, what? It, listen, I'm following you. It's crazy in this path. Yeah, but everything in me. Yeah, my spoiler senses are going off. Uh huh. Everything in me is going. You don't want to see this. Uh, you want uh-huh. all of this to just happen when you're in the theater two months from now. So I'm going to say again, do mm-hmm. I want to watch this trailer? I think you do. I think you want me to. I do. I'm the symbiote in this case. You are Eddie Brock. Uh-huh. I think we need to get together here. <laughs> I think you want me to watch this trailer, but I'm asking you, do I want to watch it knowing who I am? Obviously not. You don't. Is the juice worth the squeeze for me? I think it's worth the squeeze. But you'll be watching everything. Well, not everything. Something. Most, yeah, everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Look, here's the thing. I I think uh, we have a long time between now and when Far From Home comes out. Uh It comes out in July. Okay. Right? I don't know what happens between now and Far From Home releasing in July as far as Disney Plus announcements or uh, new Marvel announcements, new movies. Mm -hmm. But I think that they will probably fall in line with things that are coming up in that trailer. I would love to discuss that stuff. Maybe you don't want to see the trailer, but I cannot confirm or deny anything about the trailer for many months. So we're at a stalemate until Far From Home comes out. All right, internet, listen. Here's what's going to happen. We Mm -hmm. probably just spent 10 minutes talking about this back and forth. (laughs) This is life for Octavius and I. (laughs) Yeah. This is how it goes. So, internet, I'm going to watch this trailer. Uh We are are going to watch this trailer. Uh Adam's going to watch me watch the trailer. That's right. So here's what I'm going to do. If you want to watch the trailer with us, get your Spider-Man Far From Home official trailer queued up. I'm on YouTube right now. I got it at zero. I'm going to count down. And then, you know, and if you don't want to be spoiled, listen, spoiler wall's down. Just blew it up. It's That's down. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to listen along with this trailer, yeah, you, yada, d- yada. You, d- you dip for three minutes. That's yeah. it. All right. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Three. I'm going to press the button. Y'all ready? Cool. Three, two, one, play. The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer right, is so about to play. A spoiler but if you warning. haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, Stop watching because mm-hmm. there's some serious spoilers. And this is an alternative, uh, but if you alternative have seen universe Endgame, Spider-Man where he has a British accent. Mm-hmm. Right. Everywhere I go, I see his face. Bam. Tony. Just really miss him. Of course you do. Yeah, I miss him too. Endgame spoilers right from the jump. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. Hmm. Okay. Getting busy. You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your job. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on. He's vacation. using the Iron Spider suit. He is like consistently. He's going on vacation. All right, heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. 
I don't really want to talk to Nick Answer Fury. Phone. Why? Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk. But I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. You see the sign What's behind Happy? Up? We're just uh -uh. talking about Miss Crusher Hogan. I'm here at ah, Marco yeah. Oh, I think MJ really likes me. Okay, so she got snapped. He got what? You're a very difficult person to contact. Hey, Nick, you just gonna take him out like that? Yeah, he's shooting kids. This is Mr. Beck. We could have used someone like you on my world. New world? Beck world. is from Earth, just not ours. The Snap Whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's multiverse? We have a job to do, and you're coming with us. Multiverse. There's gotta be someone else you can use. The Hydro Man? Off-world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Noir Spider-Man? Bitch, please. You've been to space. <laughs> I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's mm. kind of obvious. Mm. Zendaya may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Just want you to know, people at die. this point, I will turn this off. If I was by myself. Oh my god! You notice some glasses he was wearing? Mm -hmm. My friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? Oh. I gotta get you guys out of here. Get on the jet. Who are you? I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. Oh. New plan. Multiverse. Okay. Multiverse. Okay. So, Spider-Man, they told us there's a multiverse. Mm. They want me to believe that Mysterio's a good guy. Mm -hmm. Don't believe it. No. Off we know time. better than that. Not going to sit here and fool me. We know better okay. than that. His, I done read his, comic books. His entire Hold on a thing second. Wait a deception. minute. I done read too many comic oh. books, first of all. Okay. Ah. Don't ever run up <laughs> on me and try to tell me that. that nah, I know ah. too much. Okay? Yeah. I yeah. know what's going on here. Yeah, of course. He's a liar. His whole thing is deception, right? Of course. His whole thing is illusions. He does special effects. He creates these illusions that are not actually happening. My man. That's him. Oh, that's him. My In the man, background. He tricked Wolverine into thinking that all the X-Men were dead, right? Yeah. So like. He, that's he, where old man Logan comes from. He is a master deceiver. So when he says he's from another world, I'm like, ah. Is he from another world? I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Now the retort here is. Why would he lie about it? And two, uh, how could he possibly fool Nick Fury? Mm. And what I say is, you ready for this? Go for it. Nick Fury is chameleon. What? Chameleon. Go and that's on. how they're going to introduce the Sinister Six. Nick Fury this whole time has been is, is a scroll? No, just this one. He's chameleon, like the bad guy from the No, I understand, I understand what you you're know, saying. You know, with the white... <laughs> are you serious with this take or are you just saying stuff I'm kind of serious only because I don't think Nick Fury can actually be deceived by Mysterio Mysterio he's he's a C grade villain I mean is right? Mysterio is Jake Gyllenhaal because Jake Gyllenhaal have you seen him he's great in the various roles he's terrific he could be he could fool him excellent actor which is why I think he's great as Quentin Beck and Mysterio looks dope as hell mm -hmm. how did they manage to make Mysterio have Almost a comic book exact costume and still look cool. 
Because my man in the comics looks insane. Yeah. But in the movie, he looks great. Fishbowl head and everything. Fishbowl head and everything. He's even got the eyes on the like cape holders on either side. I'm so excited for the movie. But I do think that he's lying. And my my hunch is he is in a situation where he knows he needs attention because superheroes are doing great out here. Mm -hmm. Superheroes are getting all the attention. Iron Man, everybody remembers Iron Man. He's dead. Yeah. So Mysterio is probably thinking, well, gosh, I didn't fight Thanos. But what if I said I was from another world? You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, like aliens came in here. Why is that so crazy? And if someone tries to identify these monsters that are attacking, well, what if he created those monsters? Mm-hmm. He's a special effects guy. Right. And so well, from the again, so again, this is all based off of our knowledge from the comics. From the comics. Yeah. So I mean, you can read into this as you like, but clearly there's a big break from the comics with MJ, with uh Genki slash Ned, mm-hmm. with young uh Aunt May. Yeah. So I mean, like they they have definitely proven to us that they are going a different direction. But that's just what I th- that's what I know about Mysterio. So I don't know. I, so what, I, I think he's being dishonest. So how does this affect Disney Plus in your mind? Well, it it affects Disney Plus in my mind because if he's telling the truth, then it's very easy for Disney Plus to say multiverse, WandaVision. I didn't think there was still multiverse. Wait, how, what's Loki doing? Multiverse. Howard the Ducks got a show multiverse, mm-hmm. and it's it's their way, I think, of getting even closer to the uh, the the comic books. They just say, yeah, continuity. Just toss it out the window for a sec. Yeah, you know, enjoy the story. We don't need to explain it to you. And I think that's a smart way of creating more content without getting twisted all over the place. So maybe this is is this partially what the Sony Pictures tweet is about? You think? Oh, so the Sony Pictures tweet. What's that? So there's this tweet. From Sony Pictures, and it has the photo of um, a, f- a photo. Excuse me. <laughs> it has the the image of Peter B. Parker, like yeah. Spider Man Prime, basically mm-hmm. Spider Man Ultimate in the in the Spider Man ver- Spider Man Into the Spider Verse animated movie mm-hmm. has him with his head over what was like the multiverse thingy, mm-hmm. where you he pushed his head in there, and after that all these various forms of Spider-Man shot out into what was, you know, that current universe. Yeah. So and that, that universe, whatever that like, I don't know, gel or goo or next dimension thing is kind of has the, the, the Pantone, the colors of Spider-Gwen. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing the white, I'm seeing the black. I'm thinking, you know, there's a little pink haze around there. So maybe that's Spider-Gwen. And then after it, it says, see you in another dimension and the uh, emoji for peace sign. Or two. Two and a spider. So what if we see, I don't know, Spider-Gwen in Far From Home? Or are they saying the second Spider-Verse movie is being worked on? Maybe. See you in another dimension. Hmm. I like it. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. Okay, so I can say from watching that trailer, right? <clears throat> I I personally would rather have found out all of that stuff in the movie. Yeah? You know what I'm saying? Me personally. It makes me want to see the movie more. Yeah, but I didn't need that because I was going to go see it already. Anyway? Yeah. Mm. But it, what it I will say it showed some of the here's why you should watch this movie. Mm-hmm. If you just watched Endgame and you're about to check out, wait, 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 wait don't, don't check out. Here's why you should watch this movie mm-hmm. because it connects to Endgame. Yeah, and this is like the next phase of where we go next. 
Yeah. Makes sense. And it is a real, it it is a direct connection to Endgame. I think it's interesting that they have a spoiler warning for a trailer and uh, it has a direct connection to Endgame. So people know you need to see Endgame before you see Far From Home. I'm I'm excited about Far From Home. I already was going to see it, but this this really turns a knob for me. I'm I'm way more amped for it. That's it. Speaking of trailers, yeah, this Watchmen trailer. Watchmen from HBO. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? That's uh, complicated. I, I know we've talked about Watchmen before and how I just want them to leave it alone. Why is that? Because I think Watchmen, in my mind, is so good as a comic. Doesn't need prequels. Doesn't need sequels. I don't need anybody revisiting the text because it's not Alan Moore, the originator. Dave Gibbons, one of the uh, creators of the books, the, the the illustrator of the book, he keeps coming back to the project. So I, I don't want to diminish his interest, his desires. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't need more from that story. I don't need more from that material. So I, I get a little anxious about whether or not they can do justice to the, the, the original text, which I think is fantastic. One of the most important comics ever. One of the most pieces, most important of course, pieces not, of literature. Scott Snyder, too. Apparently, he picked up where he left off. <laughs> in the Apparently, movies, that's yeah. what I heard. Well, anyway, I'm, I'm also excited, cautiously excited about this, because Damon Lindelof is doing the show. There you go. Damon Lindelof is coming off of uh, an HBO show, Leftovers. Which was we all, in, both of us enjoyed very much. Yeah, I thought it was outstanding. <laughs> and Leftovers is a similar story where he had a source material, a mm-hmm. book, and then he had to go off text and create his own adaptation, his own extrapolation of the story. And that's sort of what Lindelof is saying he's doing with Watchmen here. Lindelof says this is not a... Uh, uh, it's not so much a remake of the the story we've seen before. It's a remix, he said. So it's, you remember how we talked about Annihilation, the movie? Mm-hmm. Annihilation apparently was more of like a, an interpretation yeah. of the book. Yeah, it's like, I read this book. I'm not going to do your book. I'm going to take the spirit of your book and I'm yeah. going to tell a story. I'm interested in that take approach. Take the bones of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm interested in that approach. And I, I wonder if Lindelof is going to do that. Because in the trailer, did you watch it? Yes, I did. And we see... I don't know, dozens of people wearing Rorschach masks, which is like... Or something like that, right? Yeah, and we see cops wearing like full bright yellow masks. And were they yelling TikTok, was it? Yeah, TikTok, like the doomsday clock is still ticking. Mm-hmm. Uh, no idea what's going on here. It looks pretty frantic, but I don't know. I'm, I'm cautiously excited, sort of. How, how do you feel about it? Do you care? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited because this is the same guy who made Leftovers. Yeah. That's why I'm excited more than anything because I really enjoyed Leftovers and I really enjoyed every episode of Leftovers kind of going, what is it? Okay, so what's going to happen next? You know what I mean? Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I'm in. I'm down. Uh, this is also the guy who made Cowboys versus Aliens, the well, movie. You don't have to, you know, I understand. Thank you for... Bringing that up. Yeah. That wasn't his best day. I'm just saying, uh, what I'm saying is, you know. Leftovers season one. Leftovers season two. How many seasons did you get? Three. Season three. You know what I'm saying? Cowboys versus aliens. We don't have, you know, like. Yeah, it's not as good. But I'm saying all people contain multitudes. Anything could happen. And sometimes, yeah, I know Lindelof is a huge fan of Watchmen. He loves Watchmen. And uh, sometimes if you're too close to the text, it could go either way. 
You know, you either love it so much that you you are forced to do justice to it because you understand what it's all about on a deep level, or you love it so much that you are dangerously loyal to it and you don't know how to push past. Mm-hmm. All I know is Alan Moore don't want it to happen because Alan Moore don't want nothing to happen. Yeah. He's uninterested. And that one comes out in fall. That one comes out in the fall. Now, I, yeah. real quick, I want to jump back to Spider-Man real fast. All right. And I want to jump back to the power of comic books. Okay. Something, according to the Instagram, has happened. I don't know. I'm just going to say what happened, right? Okay. The internet told me that a 15-year-old boy pretended to be uh, a 15-year-old pretended to be a 14-year-old girl. He lured a pedophile and beat him up in a Spider-Man suit. What? This is what the internet told me. I'm looking at it. It says a 15-year-old boy pretends to be a 14-year-old girl, lured a pedophile, and then beat him up in a Spider-Man suit. What? A a 15-year-old kid. A boy. Okay, 15-year-old kid pretends to be a 14-year-old girl. Was pretending to be a a 14-year-old girl. And he did the, uh, uh, what was that show? To Catch a Predator, John? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Why don't you have a seat? No, he ain't had to tell him to have a seat. He just, he just beat him up on him in a Spider-Man costume. Oh wait, there. We go figure it out. <laughs> he just beat him up in a Spider-Man costume. Ah, uh, what? And then what? This is this is it. This is it. What do you mean this is it? That's what the story. After? Did he call the police afterwards? I don't know. Did he like web him up to a lamppost and leave a sign and Maybe. say your friendly neighborhood fifteen-year-old boy? I don't know what happened. I'm just <laughs> telling you the, the the inspiration of Spider-Man. Has little fifteen-year-old boys try to be Spider-Man on the internet? Okay, how do you feel about this? I I want to know more instantly. I want to know more I wanna, <laughs> instantly. I want to um, know um, more. I would like to follow this immediately. Story. Yeah. I just saw that and I was like, "That's what." Hmm. I don't know if that's good or that's not good. Right? Was but this written by a Mysterio? Is this it, false? Maybe we figured it out. Wait. Was this a J. Jonah Jameson? They, oh no, Parker. J. J. Jameson would never like shine a, a positive yeah, he light. He wouldn't be like, "Yo, no. good job." Spider-Man. This would be the reverse. He'd be like, <laughs> "Person dressed as Spider Man lures a child into his home," mm. and that would be a J. Jonah Jameson thing. That's how he would twist it. J. Jonah Jameson would say, uh, "You know, masked menace beats up man." It totally, that's all totally he would say. About the rest <laughs> yeah, of it. he was all he would say. <laughs> but He's the- a menace. But there is more Spider-Man stuff. Um, Lord and Miller are basically doing a whole Spider-Man-centric TV universe. Oh. So they got brought on. Did you know about this? No. They got brought on at Sony um, to do a whole bunch of Spider-Man, Spider-Verse TV stuff. Oh. Oscar-winning writers, directors, and producers Phil Lord and Chris Miller, a.k.a. the guys behind projects like the Lego Movie and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse have just signed a five-year deal with Sony Pictures Television. Um, not much is known about what TV projects uh, the duo will be working on exactly, mm. but it's said that the suite of TV content will be developed for Sony's Sony's universe of Marvel characters, and it's referred to as the quote Spider-Verse. Hmm. This could potentially include characters like Venom, Morbius, and Doctor Octopus. Alongside developing their own projects, the pair will work on and supervise projects penned by other writers. All shows will be made for Sony's network, cable, and streaming platforms. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, 
that goes in with the whole, you know, see you in another dimension. Who knows? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what does that? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Out I mean, that's there. the thing with the Spider Verse, right? Like, it, it, when you are dealing with the multiverse, you can do anything you want. You can have Spider Ham. You can have uh, all of the pantheon of Spider Man characters. Silk. Uh, you can have Scarlet Spider. You can have all the symbiote. I mean, can they do the symbiote? Why wouldn't they be able to do it? I don't know. I mean, like they they haven't used it in the movies. Sony's. Oh, they were separated. You got to keep them separated. Spider Man well, wasn't in the Venom movie. Oh, I. So okay. So what you're saying? Okay. So will Lord and Miller be able to use the symbiote? Because that was a Sony movie, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. It was a Sony. Anything Spider Man is Sony in okay. the movies. Yeah. TV. Sure. I think that might be different. I sure. don't know. I don't know. I'm, it opens up a lot of doors when the TV stuff happens. Yeah. Hulu's got all kinds of shows come in. Disney Plus has their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm, I was not excited about Disney I was just Plus. about to say, you can't wait? Because before you were like, I don't really care about this. Yeah. Maybe it was because I watched Endgame and suddenly it was like, oh, I realized the potential here. I realized the potential. Because they've gone deep for 11 years. Now right. they're going wide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Think about the possibilities of what you can do with animation now that you've created 11 years worth of fandom. And I love Spider-Man cartoons. So, you know, just the old Saturday morning cartoon, those were great. So I would love to see that explored with a better budget, better storytelling, better animation. That's that's awesome. I'm into it. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. What else we got here? Do we have anything else to talk about? Uh, you know, we should at least share something, uh, uh, sign of respect for two icons who have passed away. Absolutely. Uh, Peter Mayhew, mm-hmm. who uh, you may know, wore the Chewbacca suit Yes, for, for many, many, many years. He played Chewbacca, the original Chewbacca. Uh, he died at the age of 74. He is a, a nerd icon that many people would have no idea what he looks like. And I, I thought, you know, that's an interesting sentiment. Anyone who put on a mask on a costume, mm-hmm. you know, the horror outfit, the guy mm-hmm. who played Jason, you know, uh, even you, down to the guy who played Big Bird and, and Oscar the Grouch, you'd never right. see him. You, if you would walk right never past know. Him. You would never know. And they are iconic. Their performance is iconic. They're part of this extremely important pop culture, holy grail of of media, movies, TV shows, comics. Uh, Peter Mayhew passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, and that's. Yeah, that's sad. But he wasn't the only one. John Singleton we lost as well. John Singleton, I'm going to tell you right now, man. To me, John Singleton, his movies played such a huge role in showing different aspects of black storytelling. Yeah. And, you know, in the 90s, Boys in the Hood, Higher Learning. I remember Higher, like, a lot of people was like, what's your favorite Boys, I mean, um, John Singleton movie. A lot of people say Boys in the Hood. And I love Boys in the Hood, but I think the one that affected me most was Higher Learning. Hmm. There's parts of Higher Learning, you know, the whole conversation, you know, with the relationship between the black community and the white community and, you know, the various forms of what it means to be smart and wise and be an athlete. Yeah. And all, like all those being in relationships, all of that stuff was really like gave me a lot of perspective yeah. on those particular topics, especially being told from his perspective yeah. and Boys in the Hood as well. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole genre of movie making that came out 
after he made Boys in the Hood. Like, yeah. People weren't telling stories like that. Sure. And a lot of people got a lot of inspiration, look up to, and were heavily affected by John Singleton and his storytelling. Yeah, I think, I think Boys in the Hood especially offered permission for people to tell stories like that. And he managed to sell that script, you know? Like, he directed that film and sold that film to major studio. That's a big deal. Yeah. That opens the floodgates for a lot of directors to come following him to tell stories that are similar to that or influenced by that. Mm -hmm. You know, he also worked on Pee-wee's Playhouse. What? In the 1980s. He was a production assistant. Really? Yeah, he was a PA. He, I remember, uh, um, uh, he did... He did too fast, too furious. He did do. He yeah. brought Tyrese into. He brought Tyrese into the Fast Family. Yeah, he, he did bring Tyrese in. into the Fast yeah. Family. All right, not everything he did was classic. I mean, too fast, this, too furious was listen, not classic. Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Four Brothers, uh, Four Brothers, Higher Learning, the Michael Jackson. Remember the Time video? Yeah, you know, like cla- do Baby Shaft? Boy, Shaft, yeah. Four Brothers. You know, uh, I mean, and also he was um, doing, I think he was like a producer on Snowfall, the FX show. That one I don't know. I don't know Snowfall. Yeah. But I mean, you want to talk about a dude who's a legend? Icon, man. Yeah. Legend. R.I.P. John Singleton. Absolutely. That sucks. Um, so what else? What I want to throw something at you. Mm-hmm. Remember Hereditary? Yes. You saw it. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of 2018. Do you know, same dude's got a new movie coming out. Yes. Have you seen the trailer? I saw the trailer in a theater for his new movie, Midsummer, mm-hmm. uh, spelled M-I-D-S-O-M-M-A-R, mm-hmm. and it looks horrifying. Like, once again, you know, you remember on this show, mm-hmm. right before we we recorded, yep. we watched Hereditary, and the I trailer. said- my bones were scared. Yes. I hated it. Yes. And then uh, I saw the movie and it was extremely effective. When I watched the trailer for Midsummer, I was like, what is this? And then as soon as it said it's from the guy who made Hereditary, I let a chill went through my body. Like, ah, I don't want to be here. I, you know, pull the blanket up over your head. Mm. Don't want to see it. But uh, it's bright. Yes. Very bright. It takes place during a festival, like a uh, Nordic festival. Which is like, okay, so... Last movie was really dark. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happened in the dark. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what he does with light. Yeah. When does that come out? Um, I don't know. Maybe we can look up on the internet. To I'll see. take a look. But uh, are you going to see it day one? Yeah. I'm going to see it if there's a screening or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to also go in there and make sure that I have spent time in prayer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, beforehand, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to be going there prayed up and I'm going to have it on me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well. you know what I mean? A heater? You know, uh, just they won't to, let me bring uh, like my own snacks, so I don't think you, can. <laughs> you know Not what I mean. Because sure. I'm like, you know, I just, you know, what I mean, the first movie, yeah, it really had an effect on July third. July third. Wow, perfect. You know, mid of this literal midsummer film. Uh, while you're celebrating your your patriotic nature, you hear this in the background. Yeah, you go to this outdoor. Brightest Day Festival with the guy who made Hereditary. Yeah, it looks absolutely terrifying. I don't really know what's going on with it. I don't know anything. I think I don't want to know anything else. Yeah. And in in that, I think that adds to, because it's just a bunch of visuals. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not explaining anything. And sometimes that's the worst part. There's a scene in the trailer 
where there's a character looking through like some doors. Yeah. And there's just like horrifying screaming, mm-hmm. but the person's just calm. And they're just looking through, mm-hmm. and it's just like, what is what is he doing? You know, what? I finally saw the movie The Conjuring recently. Did you see that? I don't think so. And Conjuring had uh, uh, the, the guy who played Night Owl in it. Uh, he was also in what Fargo season two. I, I can't remember his name. Patrick Wilson. Okay, and uh, it was it was. In, I think I had heard that it was one of the more scary recent movies mm-hmm. after seeing Hereditary. Like, this is this ain't nothing. Yeah, it's like uh, no, it's it's on a whole nother level. And I finally saw The Conjuring, and I was just thinking about that after seeing Hereditary. Fear is a little bit different. Hereditary gets under your skin, and this one was more like. Uh, what if these things are haunted? It's right. spooky. Right. I enjoyed it. It was more camp than I expected it to be, though. It is interesting now because after watching Hereditary, everything else is kind of like, Yawn. like you said, it's Seen kind it. of like, that's why I, that was such a high, that was so high on my list of top 10 movies last year because yeah. you want to talk about something effectively doing what it sets out to do. Oh, indeed. There's not many experiences I've had that have been like, man. I don't particularly like this feeling I'm having, yeah. but it's definitely in the range of emotions that humans have. Sure. You are, you are doing this. Sure. You know? Speaking of uh, scares, this, I mean, it's, this is maybe not a deliberately scary thing, but have you been keeping up with the new Twilight Zone? I've watched not all of it, but I've been watching some of it. What's, what are your thoughts? I like it a lot. You do? I like it a lot. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, I like... I like that the Twilight Zone is back. I like a lot of the concepts. I love that Jordan Peele is making this. It's just, there's a, a fun element to it, but also there are a lot really serious uh, subject matter. That entire episode with a rewind and the police coming out of that. I haven't seen that one. So there's, there's interesting stuff being discussed. Mm-hmm. My issue with the show, if I have one, is the same issue that I have with a lot of TV on streaming channels. These episodes don't need to be an hour long, though. Mm. They're 60 minutes. And it's, you know, for a concept in the Twilight Zone, it's like, I, yeah, I got it. I get it. That's, let, we, we can do it more lean, you know? We, we can just do it a little more efficiently, I think. Right. So ultimately, I think a lot of the interesting concepts suffer because I spend too much time building them up and then it, doesn't really reach the climax that I need it to. I'm enjoying it because I enjoy the Twilight Zone, but I think, you know, these episodes are too long. Too long. That's Mm. just me. That's just me. My new thing, the thing that I'm really excited about, I watched only one episode of last night. What's that? Tuca and Birdie. I started that, but the the people I was around weren't into it. Yeah. It's weird. It was like, because, yeah, because it was weird. They were Mm -hmm. like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know, it's a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I'm laughing. They're just like, what? I just, I'm like, just let it happen. All right, let me, let me just turn it off. It is, to me, it is cool animation. The way they use sound design is just weird and fun. It's like goofy sound effects all the time. And the music is really significant. And uh, it, to me, it was like Toe Jam and Earl meets Broad City. Smash them together. Tiffany Haddish, Ali Wong, mm-hmm. hell yes. I'm loving that show. 30-minute episodes, perfect, baby. I love it. You just gave a face. What was that? What are you looking at? I, I just had an epiphany. Oh? Spoilers for Endgame. Mm-hmm. 
What I didn't think about was how Avengers Endgame sets up the possibility. Again, spoilers from mm-hmm. Endgame. Three, two, one is your vault. Huh? Three, yeah. two, one. How it sets up Miles Morales. How does it set up Miles Morales? Okay, so listen. We've already met the Prowler. Okay. We've already met Uncle Uncle Aaron. Yeah. And Spider-Man, you know, uh, Homecoming. Mm-hmm. I don't like people selling drugs. I got, a, I got a nephew living around there. Yeah. So whether you recognize it or not, what they just did was, hey, Uncle Aaron's right here. Mm-hmm. He just called out his nephew. Miles exists. You know who his nephew is. Yeah. He's talking about his nephew, Miles. Mm-hmm. Who knows how old Miles is, but we know he's younger than his uncle. Mm-hmm. If you got that five-year gap, mm. Miles uh. could have aged up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uncle Aaron could have, you know, been snapped. Yeah. And Uncle Aaron could have aged up and Miles could have stayed the same age. Yeah. All we know is that Peter Parker, Spider-Man was gone. Yeah. So he lost five years. Right. So if Miles was here the whole time, he could have gained five years and put them around the same age. Interesting. Okay. Hey, yeah. Yeah. You're so not wrong. like thinking about all the me- again, all the mechanisms of things that they could do. It makes me wonder how how deeply Far From Home or any of the movies that come out in the next phase will mm-hmm. deal with those five years. Because in my mind, they're probably going to acknowledge it and not do much with it. Because they'll have to do a lot of explaining. With what exactly? Those five years. You know, the five years people go I missing. I think they're going to do nothing. I think that's... the. That just sets up all of the future. Sure. That I mean, talking about the ground level, like earth, earth level stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, it's it's going to be the. But rip- it's not just the earth level right. stuff. It was the entire existence. But I'm talking universe. about we're we're when we because we're going to be outer space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We know that. But mm-hmm. the street level stuff, that's going to be super relatable. It's like five years is gone, and you've been gone for five years. And you come back. And I've been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You come back exactly the same way, like you blinked. Yeah. Like when 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 we get, went to get the transplant. Imagine we get to go to get the transplant. You wake up, five years has passed. Sure, yeah. And you're like, what? What's going on? What yeah. happened? Like right. so, all of the future of your life is going to be dealing with that and the various fallouts of that. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. My, I think the. My my reasoning for why I don't think that they're going to spend a ton of time on it is because it can get really dark if you spend too much time on it. They'll be like, you know, I mourned the loss of family members. I mm-hmm. moved on. I married a, a, a new husband. Mm-hmm. I, I had another child. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yes, plenty of time. You know, to have like a kid. couple kids. So much could have happened in that time. And I think the more you look at it, it's not that I don't trust that they would deal with it properly, but it's it really just gets dark. It, it gets pretty complicated. And I don't know if they're going to do much else than saying, mm-hmm. you know, uh, man, we've all been dealing with what happened after the vanishing or whatever happened after the decimation, whatever yeah. happened after the snap. Snapping. In the same way that they would sometimes just kind of nod in the direction Is it going to be like the nine, the 9-11 of the MCU? Right, well, the, and that was the, they used to use the New York incident. You know, they'd be like, oh yeah, the New mm-hmm. York invasion. Mm-hmm. 
Y'all know what that is. We don't need or to since, say much since about New it. York or yeah, since twenty blah 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 twenty twelve. They'll, they'll just name a year. Yeah, every year since twenty eighteen, it's been kind of crazy. Twenty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Have, yeah. I don't I, have the twenty one uh, queued up. Uh, it's in there somewhere. But I, I wonder. I, I wonder if they're gonna bring. Miles oh, here in. go twenty one. Hey, <laughs> got it for you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Twenty one Savage and Spider Man have in common. What's that? Well, they're both gonna be in Europe. Because 21 Savage <laughs> was going to get deported from Oh, no, he was back. He was at the Met Gala. He's good now? Yeah. He was at the Met Gala? Yeah. I saw Travis Scott was at the Met Gala, and he looked like a Hydra agent. Mm. Just- <laughs> <laughs> he was there. He was like, I'm ready. It's lit. He did. He looked like a Hydra agent. He looked like he what was- he, he was dressed up like what? He looked like a villain. He was wearing like a jumpsuit, no. and he had long black gloves and long black boots. I'm telling you right now, Octavius, he looked like he was a member of Hydra. From the comics? Yes. Yes. I, Hydra or AIM or one of them. Like he was He was for hire. Oh, he Look at him. does. Look at him. He looked like he's- He does. What yes. Is- Travis Scott. What's up, what's up with your man? He was he was he was ready to help the Red Skull. Mm-mm. No, don't do that. Don't do that. It's okay. You don't have to do this. I'm not. Don't dread. Don't. And all. I mean, listen. If you're going to the Met Gala, you're supposed to go ham sandwich. You're supposed mm-hmm. to go next level. You're supposed to go camp sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Camp mm-hmm. sandwich. Correct. Did you see Lena Waithe? Unbelievable. Hell of a suit. Where I get that jacket? Let me get that jacket. With all the different, did you see the buttons were different faces? No, you I did not see that. Look, I didn't look, notice that deep. Look closer at the details. There's a lot of little things. Yeah, that are part of that. I did follow a, a Twitter account in which someone added images of George Clooney from Batman and Robin into what? red carpet photos from the Met Gala, and they had noticed they're like, this doesn't look out of place at all because <laughs> everybody looks crazy. And so if you just put Batman with nipples on the suit in mm. there, it, mm. does, it does not look out of place. What, who Katy Perry was wearing a chandelier? And a whole chandelier. Yeah. That's a lot. She, was, she walked right out of the Beauty and the Beast. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. By the way, I got to see Detective Pikachu. Oh, yes, you did. And while I was viewing it, uh, it was in a theater filled with children. And it was delightful because every time a Pokemon was on the screen, which I don't know if you know, was in every scene. I bet. Uh a child somewhere would yell the name of that Pokemon. It's Geodude! And I would just be sitting there like, <laughs> like every scene. That's Rattatat! Psyduck! And I'm like, I've never had an experience quite like that. Yeah. But I was gleeful. Because I, I loved Pokemon when, when I was growing up. I'd have been there like, enough! Yeah. <laughs> enough! I was thinking, I was we like. Know, I know, I'm watching it, and that's Enough! <laughs> I was, I was thinking, how complicated is that kid's life's going life going to get if they said like that's Voltron, and I was like, no, it ain't, and get into an argument with that child in the middle of the theater. No, it's not. That's not him. It's a different one. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. It's uh, a pretty brainless movie. Here's my question. But it has a lot of positive feelings, and it makes me wonder, how does Sega mess this up so bad? Oh, we got to get there. With my human teeth, Sonic. Uh, how did they mess it up so bad? We need to we need to just go ahead and have that be the topic we end off. Can on. we put the Sonic stamp on this one? No, Oof. no, no. I don't feel that way. You watched the trailer? I did. You saw the teeth? I did. No, <laughs> no. You're going to press the pad. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel this way. Really? Yeah. Oh, what's the problem? Well, <laughs> this is me. 
<laughs> dealing with Sonic on the big screen. You just gonna shoot him down? Uh, what? What? But the problem is, is he looks stupid. He looks terrible. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And he, he, let me pitch it like this. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog was a video game that I think originated in 1992. Here he goes with the history. So me and you, we have nostalgia for that. Correct. Right? Now, in this generation, Mm -hmm. young people, I don't think, are really interacting with Sonic as much. Listen to you. Listen to you. (laughs) Young people. This is me coming out to my front lawn. Oh, come on. Get off the lawn. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, man. Look. Listen to you. No. See, young young people, you know what the problem is? These young people, okay, they don't know how to appreciate Sonic like we did when we grew up, see, because when I came through, people understood how to respect. Get matter of fact, get up off my and, back, like, and, and another thing, if you come just again, play with me. You sound like Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino. Listen, man. Like you sound bad. Old. But, but but like listen. Okay, separate the context and the way it sounds. But okay. think think about the actual reality here. Are kids playing with Sonic right now? Mm-hmm. Are they? Uh, they're playing video games. But Sonic's not books. really out there though. Like I mean, it's not it's not like it was for us because it was one of very few things that we had an option. Sure, of. and I, I think his video games to choose from uh, the the most recent iteration of him that that was really popular was in Super Smash Brothers. So that's like he's in Smash. We can play as Sonic. Cool, cool. He also has Sonic Mania, mm-hmm. and that game was dope because it looked just like the old Sonic games, mm-hmm. which was dope for us. Okay. But apart from that, it's not like he's in a lot of major video game titles right now. He's not selling a lot of games. He doesn't have a cartoon. You know, there's, there's not that much presence. So it says to me, this movie is for nostalgia, right? People who know Sonic. They got the, like, ring in the beginning, and they get the Sega, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like, logo and all mm-hmm. that. It's for you and me. We're like, yeah, remember that? Oh, remember Sonic? But... The movie is a kid's movie, and it has uh, Jim Carrey doing really silly stuff, like the mask level kind of silliness. Loved it. Right? Soon as I saw Jim Carrey come on, I was like, I am down. Sure. But the thing is, is if this is a nostalgic property and it's appealing to my nostalgia for the character, why would you change the way the character looks so drastically? You're making a, you're doing a lot of my and me and mine. Crazy, but why is it my, me, mine, and for me and mine? I'm why talking would about you to me. I'm let me let me speak on your level. I'm talking about design. Okay, design has a purpose. Okay, has a job to do. Correct. What job does it do to make Sonic look so different from the Sonic that we have all agreed upon? <sighs> well, it's live action, except for Sonic. You know, he's CG, so he could be whatever. Right. But what I'm saying is. They made a choice. They did. They made a choice about how they wanted to bring Sonic into the real world. Sure. Similarly to how they made a decision about how Michael Bay was going to bring Transformers in. And how he was going to bring Ninja Turtles in. I am on record on this show of loving Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. Loving 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Mm -hmm. T-U-R-T-L-T, power. You know what I mean? I'm all about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm on record... When this dude came through with the new, whatever the heck those were, yes, I was unhappy. Yeah, to this day, I see him and it pisses me off. Yeah, it makes me upset. It makes me angry because that does not look like a Ninja Turtle to me. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm with you in that. I think this is the Michael Bay of Sonic, in, for me, because well, Sonic how, is closer property. How so? To me. 
Because maybe looks to me, whack. The eyes look whack. The the way that his body is is uh, proportion looks whack. His his teeth are like human teeth. Well, I that looks whack. It just doesn't look right. And now I just saw Detective Pikachu, where the choice they made mm-hmm. was to make it almost like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, because uh. like they're coexisting with cartoons basically. Mm-hmm. But in this universe, that's just how it is. You know, like my man's got a Pikachu on his back. Diplo is in the movie Octavius. Diplo is in the movie, and Diplo says Charizard versus Pikachu coming up, and he's taking himself real serious. And so I never doubt the reality of the movie of the universe. It just works. And they commit to the design from the video games, the nostalgia that I have for the video games. I think they took a wrong turn with the Sonic one and they end up making a video game movie more like the Super Mario Brothers movie, the live action John, where they had Yoshi as a small raptor and Goombas were nine feet tall. Crazy. Had tiny heads. Crazy. And it's like, yes, those are choices. I do not understand those choices. So when you see those turtles, they they piss you off. When I see this Sonic, I'm just confused. Like, what is this? Not, okay, so you're allowed uh-huh. to be confused and frustrated. Uh-huh. I'm allowed to be confused and frustrated about Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Even down to the cartoons. Remember I was telling you the new Ninja Turtles came out, new cartoon. They just don't look the same. They That's have right, yeah. They have different, different like body types. Yeah. yeah. And when I watched it, hilarious. Love it. So it still works. Really enjoying it. Like I'm actually, I actively watch it at home with my kid. I'm having a better time than she is. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the question is when the, when the director comes out and says, Hey, so you guys hate this, huh? Don't worry. We're going to change it. That's wild. What are your thoughts on that? Cause it's one thing, <laughs> it's one thing for you and I to have opinions, mm-hmm. but even still I'll go on record and say, all right, Michael Bay, I'm going to go watch Into the Shadows Ninja Turtle movie. Mm-hmm. I walked out of it. Oh, you did? Walked out. Oh, come on. I did not know that. Yes. Wow. I walked out because I was... Golly. I was... It was not... It, not only did it look funny and look weird, it was not good. Yeah. But I still went. Yeah. I said, all right, do your thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. tell the story you want to tell me. Sure. Show me what's going on. Yeah. And after going to watching it, I was just like, I'm, I'm not feeling it. This yeah. is not what I want to do. And also, truth be told, we've had the same thing happen with comic book movies. Oh, yeah. They of take a comic book character and they go, well, we can't put him in, you know, Star Spangled Banner. We can't put him in an American flag. We mm-hmm. got to blah, 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 blah. We mm-hmm. can't put him in the brown of the yellow suit. We got to put him in motorcycle jackets. Yeah. But as time goes on, they go, we're going to put him in the brown and yellow suit. And we're going gonna to put Mysterio in the full Mysterio. Yes. Gear. So that's, that's, that's the interesting aspect here, right? Like, I'm amazed that Mysterio looks so comic book uh, uh, like authentic, I yeah. guess. Authentic uh, to the original design. To, to the original design, because I guess Marvel has done enough work with comic book movies and getting fans into it and making $1.2, $1.3 billion mm-hmm. in two days or whatever, mm-hmm. right? They've done enough work that we're now at a stage where it's we're like fully inoculated. We're ready. Okay, I get it. Sp- Spider-Man, yeah, I got it. Wolverine, yeah, I got it. Sure, his hair right. sticks up on two sides, yeah. but when you put his, his mask on, it stays the same. My man's got uh, a fishbowl forehead. Let's oh, do it. Okay. And it took time to get there, right? But here we are. We're there now. 
And those designs are, are working because mm -hmm. we don't need as much buffer period. We don't need it to be as realistic. Right. I don't think Sonic is taking those uh, uh, lessons and has, they've decided to do something else. They, I've always been fascinated by Sonic in general because Sonic is a video game character that was always supposed to be about cool, quote unquote. Sonic is cool. Mario is fun. Sonic is cool. But Sega has always kind of lagged behind. They don't really know what cool looks like in 2006. They don't really know what cool looks like in 2012. They don't know what cool looks like now. I mean, it sounded like Jaleel White. <laughs> yeah, slow-mo. Yeah, why didn't they get Jaleel White to do the voice, though? I'm okay with the, That's what I'm saying. So, anyway. Back to the thing. The anyway. The director goes, we're going to change it. He, yeah, he says we're going to change it. What are your thoughts on that? No, let's bring Mysterio back in the mix. I think there's a little Mysterio going on here. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. Take it off. I'm going to say this is deception. There's no way that he is bowing to the whims of the internet. I think they already had that design ready. What? And they knew that they could release a terrible looking Sonic and it would get clowned on all over the place and conversation would occur. Adam. Only for them to earn goodwill and say, yeah, look, we'll fix it. That's that is a huge, tell me that ain't happening though. That, I don't think that that's happening. Tell me that ain't happening because that's the the arc here. That's the trajectory. They've released this trailer. Everybody goes ham sandwich on it. We're talking about it online. Suddenly we're talking about it loud as we're talking about Endgame, and then uh, and then they tweet, "Hey, we're going to redesign it." And everybody's like, "Good guy, good guy, thank you." Do you think that that's what's happening? I don't know. I don't think so, man. There's, a, there's you know what? I think it's nut. I think it's I think it's nutty. Personally, it's crazy. I think it's nutty. Like, I'm like, do your thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. as a person who makes stuff, it's like, I understand fan service. I understand serving the fans. Yeah. We've, we've talked about this. Who owns these toys, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you play with them? I understand that. Yeah. And when I look at Sonic, I go, okay, Whatever, and when I see what you're seeing, I go, okay, fine, fairy, because you care about more, care about this more than I do. Sure, you know, just like when I see the Ninja Turtles, I remember being like, that's what, what is that? That's not even what they look like. Why is it? Why is why do they look like human faces? And people were like, I don't. What is? What are we talking about? Mm -hmm. Fine, okay, but I'm still gonna see your story mm -hmm. because I recognize this is not my thing. Mm -hmm. It's weird to me to hear him go, oh, okay, 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 okay. I'll change it. I'll change it. I'll change it. That's weird to me too. What are you what are you doing, sir? That's like, weird. Now I was fine. Now I'm like, oh no, don't I you seem not confident. Because mm -hmm. if some tweets can knock you off your square, does that sound like something that you would ever hear Christopher Nolan do? What company what company <laughs> ever decided to kowtow to the people on Twitter who didn't like it? Marvel. When? James Gunn. Mm. Hmm. Both ways. Why does that feel different to me? Yeah. Well, both ways. Yeah. Bo both ways. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm not sure James why. James Gunn, I, you, he should be fired. He's fired. James Gunn should be hard back. He's hard back. Yeah. You know what I mean? But okay. they had to spin it. They had to spin see, it in I a see, way. I see, what, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But in both ways, it was like, fam, why are you just reacting to the internet? Like, yeah. you should make your own decision based off of what it is. Mm -hmm. Now... If anything, because you built up so much goodwill with us, we're going to be like, whew, we got James Gunn back. We're going to get Guardians 3. 
you know, possibly new things, man, he's still going to be in here. We're excited about that. Mm -hmm. But you're lucky we're excited about that. Mm -hmm. Because if we weren't excited about that, that could be a blemish on you. Oh, you flipping and flopping based off of tweets? Yeah. I hope y'all know y'all billions are able to make decisions, you know, wisely. Because that just didn't seem... Like, there's some things you make a decision on because it's like, man, we're getting a lot of feedback about this. We really need to consider it. It is a moral, is is an issue of morality. Sure, you know what I mean. Someone is bringing a charge against us mm-hmm. in something we need to determine and consider. And in that, and in both ways, they were swayed by the voices of the people mm-hmm. when it comes to the, you know, Disney. I should say more than Marvel, Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with this situation, it's like we don't like his teeth. Change it. Mm-hmm. This reminds me, as being a designer, as sitting down, going through a bunch of, you know. You know, style frames, artboards, whatever the case is, getting down to the bottom, doing what it is that you're going to do, and then coming in and showing it to people and go, here we go. And them going, can you make it bigger? Yeah. And then you go, okay, a little smaller. Okay. I don't like that blue. Can you change the, all right, what do we, why don't you do it? In that you know case, I mean? well, in that case, you know, you're serving a client, right? And so the the question that arises here is who's in charge, right? Who's in charge? Right. The internet's in charge because they don't like it. I mean, we all know how hot take culture goes. We all just make jokes about every little thing, no matter how insignificant. Coffee cup on the table in that episode. Game oh, of Thrones sucks. going crazy, right? And I, I'll be the first person to say, too, I, I don't strongly care about this situation with Sonic at all. It's just fun to get in on it because it's fun to make fun of and see how weird the design is. I think the design sucks, but it's not all that important. What I'm shocked by is the director going out on Twitter and saying, we hear you, Mm -hmm. we're going to change our feature film to satisfy you. That's nuts. And that's probably why my inclination is to put on that little tinfoil hat, because I'm thinking this doesn't make sense. That's crazy. There has to be, maybe the world has just broken me too far down where I'm like, no, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be some reason here. That doesn't make sense. A savvy young person on the internet knows, look, you put some trash out there and people are going to talk about it, but don't worry, you can win points back. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a real occupation to be someone who comes up with marketing strategy and folks come up with some crazy campaigns to get people's attention, to get them feeling a roller coaster of emotions. So I, I don't put it past the uh, possibility of of this being real, but I, I don't I don't think that's actually happening. But my brain's trying to make sense of it because it does not make sense. I don't think I don't I don't think that's a good look to go and change your movie because of some tweets. In that in that sense, mm. when it comes to something like an aesthetic, mm-hmm. it's just purely a subjective aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I don't like what you picked, mm-hmm. so change it because I don't like it. To change it. To what? What are you going back in there and doing? Yeah, who knows? What are you going to make now? I don't know. Why did you come to that conclusion in the first place? I think it's fascinating because I I can't think of another example of this happening. What if it's worse? Yeah, that would be hilarious. What that would be hilarious. If it's worse, that would be so funny. They'd be like, "All right, the new trailer comes out. Here it is." Like, how could you possibly? We asked you to make it better. You gonna go in there and make it worse? This is the why. I'm never going to see this movie. You ruined my childhood. This is the craziest thing that ever happened. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> like, how did 
What? what? Look, we folks, tried to make it better for hey, you. Hey, uh, Jeff Fowler here, the director of the Sonic movie. We, we heard your complaints, all right? Completely valid. We appreciate your feedback. Thank you very much. We understand the Sonic bit of a hot topic, right? Gets a lot of opinions going. So we went back in. We digitally remastered the film. Oh. And we, re- we replaced Sonic uh, entirely with Garfield the Cat. No? That's don't like you, That's not what you want? We don't like that. Uh, we th- it was testing well in theaters. Mm. Jim Carrey plays great with Garfield the cat. Mm. Uh, and in this version, Garfield's very fast. He can run real quick, and he has a sling ring. And he also very much enjoys Coolio. And Chili Dogs. Mm. Yeah, Coolio, Gangster's Pair. Oh, my God. No idea. No clue. But I will tell you, there's, a, so cer- there's a certain amount of it that I was just like, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. I get it. Gangster's Paradise. Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's well, do it. After after I spent, what, a minute and a half, two minutes oh. of just saying, what? At the very end of the trailer, I definitely said, well, I'm definitely going to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to see that. Yeah. I need to. I was like, because I knew, I was like, Adam is not going to like this. I was dying. <laughs> I was like, like, we got to watch it and do a review on this thing. <laughs> my eyelids like blew off my face like, what? <laughs> Yeah. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Episode one oh what four? Seven. One oh seven? Yeah. That's it. One oh seven. We've talked about all kinds of things. Question is Gotta go fast and get the hell out of here. What if it's worse? <laughs> That's the question of the day. If you go back and you oh. change this because the fans told you to do it. What if it's worse? You do not stick to your guns, but it's worse. You know what? Honestly, Octavius, I kind of hope it will be. No, at this point, I don't. At this point, because this net, what if this whole thing's a Twilight Zone episode and the whole thing is be careful what you wish for, folks? Mm. Y'all mm-hmm. gonna rail against our design? Well, guess what? Now we reverse everything. He's just one large tooth. And when he opens his mouth, there's little hedgehogs in there. How y'all like that? It's showtime. No. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about that? Ken! <laughs> Can he know? <laughs> oh, man. This soundboard is going to be crazy. Sorry. You're welcome. Internet, we got a soundboard now. Uh, we're going to work it out. Yeah. We're playing around with it. We'd love yeah. to hear what you guys' thoughts if are. You, if you tweet enough, then we'll include sound effects <laughs> that you want to hear and change the design of the show. We That's will right. not. <laughs> we won't do that. <laughs> But internet, let us know what your thoughts are on these various topics we talked about. Are you going to go see Midsummer? Somar, Somar, Somar? Mid, I think it's just pronounced Midsummer. Yeah, that's what he wants you to think. That's, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants you to think. He's like, yeah, let Man, you, get out of here. Let your guard down. <laughs> let you go. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, bright and sunny. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. No, I don't need to be, be afraid fine. of daylight. I don't hey, need well, that. You know. If you can't be cool in the sun, you know, mm-hmm. comfortable in the sun, where can you be? Nowhere. Anyway, episode 107, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderus, at Comic Book Junto. Let us know what your thoughts are. Are you going to go see Midsummer? What do you think about this whole Sonic situation? And are you going to go see the movie, even if the visual design of Sonic the Hedgehog is worse in your <laughs> subjective opinion? <laughs> That's the question. What if it's worse? What you gonna do then? <laughs> I don't know. What you gonna, gonna do then, Internet? Oh, I'm gonna laugh so hard if it don't is. Don't you want people to tell you their stories? Yeah. Sure. I do. I do. I'm 
I think it's just delightful. I really hope. I don't it makes even know. Terrible. I mean, it's just, just the concept of like how many hands, eyes that this has to go by. A lot of folks for us to finally get there, hand it there. Yeah. And something I've just maybe and you know what? Maybe this is just setting a new precedent. Maybe this is just. I just think about how much work it takes to make something like that. They I'm better not, be paying those uh, developers, that's what those I'm hoping. designers. Like you got to you know, hope you get paid. Yeah, if y'all are coming back into the studio so you can clean it up, do more work, no, nah, they better be getting OT. Oof. And you know what? Maybe it's just the trailer. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just what they rendered. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Maybe, Maybe that's, that's just, all they they've made so far. They only rendered a trailer. The the Anthem video game EA came out with uh-huh. recently, that Anthem video game had a demo. And what we learned after the game came out is mm-hmm. when the demo came out, that was all that existed. Mm-hmm. That was the entire game. Wow. That wasn't just a piece of the game. It was literally the only thing that they had made. So maybe maybe that's what I'm saying with my conspiracy theory here. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's all they made. That's it. That's all. And they're like, oh, y'all don't like that? Good thing we didn't finish the movie yet. Good thing yet. we didn't finish the movie. Shoot, we got a couple <laughs> more months. Ooh, yeah. Hey, Charles, you were right, Charles. Shout out to you, Charles. Appreciate that, man, because you, oof, we could have... <laughs> We could have really lost it on that <laughs> no, one. Charles, you're right. They think this sucks. Hey, Charles, my bad, fam. Hey, listen, yo, you was right. I know, yeah, the teeth. And it, and it was the teeth, too. Hey, Charles, that's for you, Charles. I'm going to never doubt you again, Charles. Don't spend that all in the same place, because for real, man, the teeth almost messed us up. Good looking out on that. Charles, what are you talking about? I trust you, man. Come on, man. I listen to you the whole time. Charles, Charles, no, Charles. <laughs> Why is the race talking? We got to get rid of the gun. Uh, no, no, this, this is America. People get shot all the time in this show now all of a sudden. All right, we're out of here. We love y'all. Until next time, peace. Oh, oh, oh.